and welcome to another episode of As Yet Untitled. I am Rob. And I am Chris. And uh, yes, we took a little short break. We had a, a couple of hiccups to deal with, uh, technically. Um, but yes, so we've just got done watching Evolution. Uh, it is a great film that came out in 2001. If you haven't seen it, we recommend going and see it. Um, so initial thoughts straight off. What did you think? Funny, but never going to be a, a classic. It's a good film to watch if... Well, you're sitting down with the family or something, or with like your kids, or if you're a kid yourself enjoying it, go for it. It's never going to be one you're going to see on like a uh, hundred top greatest movies of all time kind of list. Yeah, I uh, I definitely agree. Um, <clears throat> as you said, it's funny. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things that uh, we're going to mention that uh, I mean I'm still laughing about now. <laughs> <laughs> the Louvre <Yeah>, get. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you uh, the first time tuning in, uh, thank you. And speaking of tuning, uh, Chris, you know that we are now actually officially on TuneIn Radio. Really? Tell me more. So if you download the app TuneIn Radio, uh, type, type in as you're untitled in the search bar, you'll actually find our podcast. You can't miss us where the, uh, the massive image with loads and loads of different films that we'll... Well, I'm assuming we'll try and get through them all. We'll try to get through at least 10% of them eventually. Uh, yeah, and some of them uh, we haven't even started on yet, and we're still doing a podcast now. So uh, yeah, there's a so a spoiler ahead. Some of the films we're going to go through. If it's a second time listener, great, thank you. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, if you haven't, go to our SoundCloud. Uh, we're subscribed on there. As you're untitled, YouTube is on. As you're untitled, iTunes again. As you're untitled, just look for the picture up with the word "as you're untitled." You really can't miss us. So back to the film. Uh, it starts with Sean William Scott and a um. A blow up? Is it a blow up doll? It's a CPR doll. It's you know, it hasn't got a tube on its side to fill it up. But it's like one of those uh, sick Sally, you know, dolls you'd have in pr- uh, senior school to uh, test your CPR skills on. Right. Ones that always teachers always insisted on wiping their mouths over with the really bad hand wipes. Uh-huh. You put your lips back on it, it tastes like vomit, really, because <laughs> the plastic. It's not good. But yeah, it starts off with he's trying to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. So he's bought the doll, put it in a little hut and then set fire to the hut whilst look, looking near the camera and saying she ignored all advice and fell asleep with a cigarette so I think in his own mind he's preparing what he's trying to rescue her from Yeah, he sets fire to it waits a few seconds then bursts in well he pulls the doll out and there's the doll sorry and, put, and well come on the CPR he's pushing down on the left side of her ch- no the right side of her chest and he wasn't even mouth- put his mouth in it was he uh, no and can I just say how did he get the match to stay lit when he threw it in? Because the wind was quite strong anyway, wasn't it? That's what I mean. So, like, I mean, when he threw it in, normally, if you light a match, or, for like, for a candle or a birthday cake or something like that... It doesn't stay it, lit for very long. Yeah, and he lit it first time. That's a rarity. <laughs> I've gone through an entire box. You know, the point when you're getting so frustrated, you're about to chuck the box in the fire instead. So, yeah, so after that, his beautiful car, which is a classic, apparently... Gets hit with a meteor. Yeah, the meteor, the meteor comes down, impacts really close to it. And if you know, did you notice it seemed to send it off in the wrong direction? Yeah. Because it landed there. It landed right pretty much on one side of his car. And yeah, it went flying off in the other direction. Yeah. You would have thought it, it, it would have flown off that way instead to the left. And you'd think for a film of science, they would have at least got that bit technically right. Well, like I said, it's never really going to be an ultimate classic. Uh, but yeah, the impact crater when it first hit. Mm-hmm. A meteorite, a meteorite, a meteorite of that size, impacting that hard, would have left a gigantic crater. Not like world and not like, not the like dinosaurs, but it would have left a lot bigger than it did. Yeah, because we uh, later when we find out it's gone into the 
under the ground. But the hole is like, what? It's not as big as you would think it would be. No, I... When uh, we see the hole, I expected it to be a lot bigger. But at the same time, I thought the meteor was going to be a lot bigger than... Yeah, surely something that size would have burned up on re-entry. Yeah. We, when, it, when we first saw the meteor hit the atmosphere, several bits did break away and burn up. Simple shooting stars. But with this one, it's for its size, it wouldn't have landed like that. Yeah. It wouldn't have mean. been that hole. That size, it would have shattered on impact rather than stand as one piece. Mm-hmm. And then, basically, we, uh, led, we're just going to flip around for it, um, as we normally do. So if you are listening, there are going to be spoilers. <laughs> Um, and then what we tend to do, we do go on tangents at times. We do try and bring it back quickly, but um, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that, we uh, get introduced to a few more characters. So Sean William Scott is called uh, Wayne. I'm assuming that is right, isn't it? I think so. Um, but I've just wrote him down as Sean William Scott. Um, got David Duchovny. Yeah, David Duchovny. Orlando, Orlando uh, Jones. Yeah. But we don't see that lady yet. Uh, Julia Moore. Yet. Yeah, that's a little later. Yeah, so we've got David Duchovny and uh, Orlando Jones. At, well, first off, we see is David Duchovny as the science teacher. He's talking about people's uh, papers, the scores they've got. I think it's a bit unfair. I know the two young men who are the stereotypical heavy set dumb guys. They understand everyone got in the class got an A, and he doesn't mention them. And they go, uh, Sir, ours, our ones didn't get anything. We got C minus. And he actually reads out their essay to the class, which is like, would you call it student shaming? He's literally making fun of them in front of the entire class. Um, I, I guess to an extent. However, I don't think he looked at it as that bad because they still got a C minus. Like they still what got. They actually did. Yeah. yeah, they they still got a grade. So um, props to uh, Kane for you know giving them a, oh, yeah. <laughs> a fair. <laughs> we say Kane. That's David Duchovny's character. Yeah, Dr. Ira Kane. There we go. Yeah, so Ira Kane and um, something Block. I think it's Harry. Harry, Harry Block. I was going to say Kenan, but that's a, uh, a rally driver, isn't it? I would guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we get introduced to uh, them characters. <clears throat> and then, uh, basically, they get told that the uh, the meteor is an asteroid. A meteor, right, isn't it? Yeah, a meteorite yeah, once meteor. it's hit. Yeah. Asteroid and... when it's doing space. Right, there we go. A bit of joke. Uh, Science, not geography. Astrology. Astrology. Astronomy. That's the who do you flip? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one <laughs> of them. <laughs> the ology. Yes, it's definitely ology. <laughs> so um, once it hits the ground, it becomes geology. Yeah, that's right. So we know that much. Um, yeah, Harry Block. He's ca- um, that's Orlando Jones. He's actually online. He put himself down as a member of the United States Geological Society. Yeah. So they contacted him about a potential impact in his area. So instead of taking his friend for lunch, they went off into the desert for a little while. Yeah. Romantic. Well, okay, if that's your idea of romance, explains why you're still single, my friend. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, yeah, so uh, they, then they go down and uh, basically just try and... They, they discover... Although saying that, I was thinking, would it be the police that officially discovered it? Not the two... Because they were taking photos with it as they're walking down. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think... Once again, we seem to have come to a stereotype of the dumb cop. Without... Um, the police are not stupid. But these ones did seem to act that way. Very. A minor flash of a small badge from Harry, Harry Block's character... Orlando Bloom. <laughs> All right, that's my brain dead for the day. Orlando Jones's character. <laughs> yeah, no. Bootstrap bills appeared. Yeah, oh God, uh, my, brain, my brain couldn't add. You start talking crossovers, my brain's going to implode. But yeah, um, they are good, they're good people, but the characters were portrayed as overly stupid. I mean, yeah. a quick flash of a badge and they're let down. But they had their hands. Well, were they touching it at any point? 
they had their hands up like they were holding yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, um, I know they were no, no, they were leaning away from it. I don't but, think they were actually touching. No, it. they were leaning towards it, but away from it. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, they got down then. Um, they got well. They they were started chipping away at it with a little pick. Uh, yeah, hammery pick thing. Yeah, and they well, first time in history they actually got blood from a stone. Which is, uh, they got the liquid that came off the meteorite once they got the piece. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like, it was like liquidy tree sap. Yeah, I would say that. Was Dello saying that? Do you think it was blood or was it crying? Crying? What? Well, because it's been injured. Yeah. Well, at that point, we didn't see any sign of intelligent life from the uh, asteroid. We got intelligent life from the asteroid in the end. Well, the closest we got was, the, well, once we could start skipping yeah. ahead a minute, but the blue monkey, that's as close as we got to intelligent life. And all that could do was smash things. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon if it continued, do you know, I reckon there could have been a human race coming out of that. Yeah, or humanoid. Yeah. yeah if they hadn't, <laughs> we're going to jump right towards no, this. It's fine. Yeah. If they right later in the movie they decide to have to the baddies, not the baddies, the army yeah. decide they have to get rid of the aliens. So they do something which we'll get to, and it causes a rapid evolutionary response. Everything gets pulled together into a new creature. Well, if they'd left it to evolve naturally, as it were, naturally as it could be. Within half an hour of those monkey creatures appearing, we would have had intelligent humanoid life, mm-hmm. who then would have been able to help and understand. Yeah. But then half an hour after that, what would they have been? Beyond us. Which is pretty scary when you think about it. Yeah. Well, they went right at the beginning of the movie. They well, once they got the samples back, they show that it went through two hundred what million years of evolution in, in less than half an hour. Yeah. Thinking that's incredible. Yeah, they wouldn't have the creatures. The humanoids wouldn't have a culture, would they? They wouldn't have had time to develop one. No. They would have learnt that it had to be naturally gifted intelligence to be able to survive. Yeah. Yeah, they got the blood from the stone, and uh, Harry Block's Look. character, he just seemed clueless about some stuff, didn't he? He seemed like the, he was following the white guy around just to provide comic relief. Yeah. Which is a little unfair, because he was actually quite a clever character. And then, go on, so after that, <clears throat> it uh, flips to Sean William Scott actually wanted to take his fireman's test, which what he was training for um, when he... When his car basically got attacked by the uh, asteroid. asteroid thing. And then during his test, he's, um, I'm assuming he didn't have any sleep because he falls asleep standing up. Yeah, that's you know how difficult that is to fall asleep standing up. Have you tried? I've tried, but I always wake up on the floor. Okay. So I'm assuming I didn't stay standing <laughs> up for very long. So uh, he, he falls asleep standing up. Um, he gets called to wake up or he gets screamed at to wake yeah. up. And anyone who's been screamed at to wake up knows that's a very jarring experience. Yeah. He um he then forgets to pull the hose, and then when he does pull the hose, he uh, is climbing a ladder and <laughs> it swings around. And well, as many men will realise, when you're smacked in the um, lower areas with a large metal object, it can cause anatomical distress. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which we definitely see on his face. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, does that like almost the cartoonic bulge yeah, of his yeah. face? Perfect. Um, which is classic Sean William Scott. Movie, I was about to it? say that. I think now now he's getting older. I don't think. I still look at him as that role. So I think if he'd done something serious, he wouldn't be as... Um... Well received. Yeah. He's been typecast as like the dumb, jock, stoner, surfer boy kind of character. Yeah. The the idiot with a heart of gold kind of character. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. <laughs> Anyone who's watched any of the American Pie series will know what he's like. Yeah. And I mean, even in the reunion, he's still that guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, f- I feel sorry for him in a way where he... Because now he's not really cast in, um, in Hollywood stuff because of that stereotype. Yeah. Because once you reach a certain age, you can't really be the party boy anymore. Yeah. And the very few actors can, after being stereotyped, stereocast, whatever, the actors can't seem to break away from it. 
Yeah, which is a big problem. I mean, only like people like Jim Carrey, by changing their role completely, yeah, will enable to. So may- maybe you can have a resurgence of Hollywood fame. Maybe um, this if, will help. Yeah, we never know. So uh, Hollywood, if you're listening, Sean William Scott, he's not a stereotypical um, stone. Boy. Yeah, stone of duty jockey surfer. Yeah. <laughs> stone of duty jockey. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was cast. Yeah, we got. They once again try to go back, don't they? The, um, On the field trip. Yes, they take the field trip back to collect samples, mainly from kids who seem to be failing to Mister Block's class. Because mm-hmm. you had that one girl who was obviously trying to flirt with him before. Yeah. Yes. Typical. Unfortunately, this was once again a typical blonde, slightly airheaded little uh, young woman. Yeah. And yeah, they all went to the, the to the cavern. They went back to the cavern, and she feels something squirming around her feet. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, they've they've walked in, and the asteroid meteorite, sorry, the meteorite has begun creating its rudimentary atmosphere. So, would you say that asteroid, the meteorite, was actually like a terraforming device? Because it's uh, it's actively changing the environment to suit its creatures. Uh, I would say so, uh, to an extent, because um, at that point we do find out whether the flatworms, as they're called. Yeah. Um, um, do they just name them that, or is that definitely is that a worm in general? Actually, I think that's actually a type of evolutionary creature from way back. They called it a flatworm, right? But uh, yeah, so the flatworms, they are um, they wiggle along the floor, yeah. but they have to be under their air. The minute it hit um, oxygen, it died. Yeah, the, it was oxygen intolerant. It was poisoned by the oxygen. When Ira Kane lifted it up, he mm-hmm. said, "He said he was talking to it. He said, I'm not going to hurt you." Lifts it up, and he goes, "It goes, oh, you killed it." Yeah, and it's, well, they put it back down, obviously, but. It has to be within the level of that atmosphere. So it's, t- it's terraforming in its own way. It's, it's designing an environment where its creatures can survive, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive for a piece of space rock. It is. So basically, after that, they take a sample back. And um, they, yeah, and then later on, uh, Sean William, because Sean William Scott has failed his uh, fireman's test, his, um, what would you call him as? The pole maintenance? The arrogant uh, guy who works, who doesn't work there, he... Uh, about the manager. Well, no, he's not actually a manager. He's like someone who comes to the resort, the uh, golf club, so he's a customer in a way. Yeah. He refer- just refers to him as a pool boy or a pool manager. That's right, yeah. And uh, so he finds a hole in the floor. Oh, this is about the rugged <laughs> turtle thing. That's, if you, oh, right, he, finds, he finds his little worms on the... Right, first of all, the, the arrogant guy says to him, there's a damn spot on my towel. So he goes, okay, I'll go and get you a new one. Walks off and he sees his little worms on the floor, which like the flatworms again. He opens the door, walks in, and he's got the water tank in front of him, which appears to be leaking a bit. And there is nothing in the tank. We both saw there was nothing in this tank whatsoever. Yeah, it was empty. So, and there was there was the metal pipe coming off of it. Mm-hmm. But those pipes are too small to fit anything. They've got multiple grating grates inside of them, haven't they, for like yeah. water filters. There's no way you can get anything inside. He leans down, about to get something up, and he has a bump. Looks around, and there's this like, alien turtle thing in the water. These creatures can't breathe oxygen. Water is oxygen and hydrogen. So surely he shouldn't be able to breathe in that either. See, that's what I was thinking. There's no way... And saying that, I mean, we kind of understand how how they move around the city anyway, later on, because of block. Um, but yeah, it didn't make sense. And then saying that, unless it had mutated enough to be able to live in the water, because they're evolving at a quick rate anyway. So it's possible. Yeah, but surely that creature would have like, spawned off more quickly. Well, you'd think, because you don't see it again, unless that's the creature. That could be the creature that kills the dude in the lake. That's a rapid evolution from turtle-looking creature to 
giant amphibian. Yeah. But then again, once we've said, they are evolving yeah. at a rapid so I rec- rate. Do you reckon it could be? I never considered it before, but yeah, there is a strong, there is a strong possibility of it. Because otherwise, there's an alien in the water system that no one's for- everyone's forgotten about. Yeah. It's wandering around somewhere. We're on to you, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're going to go with conspiracies now. Hollywood's all full of lizard people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yes, the turtle creature is in the water tank, and it bangs itself against the glass trying to reach Mr. Scott. <laughs> What's wrong with him, Scott? Yes, I know Mr. Scott. And when it doesn't get him, it pushes itself, it push itself back through the pipe. But this thing looks like it had a shell, didn't it? Uh, um, but then it could have been a squidgy shell. Yeah, but even a squidgy shell and all its internal organs, to get through that pipe at its yeah, size. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. It would, it would have been like me playing limbo. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're imagining me on lim- playing limbo. A, li- a little bit, you? yeah. <laughs> Not wise. <laughs> so uh, after, after that, Ira and uh, Block go back again um, for like more samples and whatnot. And unfortunately, they've been uh, blocked from the site. The army's turned up. Yeah, yeah. Well, would it be the government? Is that right? Club on government. Would would that be the right group of? Yeah, let's just say government. Because I don't know the exact group yeah. that took control. They were from the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, Pentagon. definitely. Yeah, and uh, we find out that um, Ira has history. Yeah, he used to work for them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> where is it? Uh, yes, he created the. Uh, he was de- developing a. What was it? A type of vaccine. Yeah, anthrax vaccine. Anthrax, right. yeah. But unfortunately, had several really quite unfortunate side effects. Did you list them? I did not, but I do have several committed to memory. Okay, cool. I have. No, I don't have. <laughs> I'm just saying I've got it committed to memory. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember? <laughs> I remember erectile dysfunction, uh, short-term memory loss. Uh, I la- think you're suffering with the short-term memory loss. I'm thankful it's not memory. Diarrhea. <laughs> you have diarrhea. Um, like, well, yeah, like a laxative effect. Oh, there was others. There was a severe bowel irritability. Yeah. Um, something to do with a face. Uh, what happens? A muscle relaxing oh, or uh, something like muscle, that? Uh, partial facial paralysis. It's a big word. Yeah. It's too early. It's in the <laughs> afternoon now, but it's still too early for me to try and say that word. Yeah, that's the only ones I remember, though. Yeah. It's the big ones. Anyone having all those? When they tried, when they tried to sneak onto the base. <laughs> no, not yeah. sneak, sorry. When they tried to get <laughs> yeah. onto the base... And the guard, but you know, he's telling him, my name's Ira Kane. I want to speak to who's in charge. The guard, <laughs> you Ira Kane, the Ira Kane. I've been waiting years for this, and he's struggling with a gun on his gun on his belt, <laughs> yeah. and he's going, "Hey, <laughs> Ira Kane's going, hello, help, come on!" And you're the what? You put me, you put me through the worst month of my life. I was in diapers for a month because of that guy. And they're like, "Oh god." <laughs> but so uh, we find out that uh, Ira is because um, they call him reckless a lot. Yeah. If he was contracted to develop this, it's not his fault. No, it's not his fault at all. At, at, at all. At all. Suddenly turned Scottish for a moment there. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's not his fault. He was designing it with a noble goal in mind, an anthrax vaccine. Mm-hmm. If that if that worked, it could be distributed to everyone. Yeah. You'd never have to worry about an anthrax attack again. So it'd be like blowing talcum powder in your face. Yeah, yeah. It'd be might sneeze. No effect, though. I know what you mean. But yeah, they th- um, he used to be there, didn't he? he? used to be at the Pentagon with the rest of them. He did. And uh, that's when we actually find out that it's called uh, cane madness. <laughs> All the side effects were called collectively called a disease called the cane madness. Mm-hmm. Which um, I feel was quite... I feel sorry for Kane at this point because he... I mean, like you said, he doesn't do it on purpose. That's what he's hired to do. 
the fact that it was going to go wrong, as he does say in the court, uh, that there's going to be side effects that may not. Any medication developed will always, de- well, you're not developed. I mean, um, in the prototype phase, they will have them. It could have anything. Yeah. yeah, even normal medications now. I mean, I've been on medication before, which has caused dizziness and sickness. Yeah, that's a normal effect. Yeah. I did feel rather annoyed that that particular medication had three side effects. One is where you need to go to hospital straight away. The second, dizziness and sickness. The third, mm-hmm. the third one, an extreme sense of happiness and euphoria. <laughs> Why couldn't have I had the third one? I would have sat there for ages just laughing at the wall or something. See you, unicorns. <laughs> you mean you don't see them always? True. So uh, the reason they were in court, though, was uh, because they took them to court, uh, and it was roughly about two weeks, wasn't it, that they were there to wait? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Because um, they want the army kicked them out. Yeah, basically. Sorry, the, the government kicked them out, and they wanted to be involved in the process because they're the ones who first took the samples because mm-hmm. we both agreed that the police technically made the first discovery. Yeah. But they're the first ones to have samples. They're the first ones to basically do any kind of research towards it. And they just wanted to be part of it, which is fair enough. Yeah. So when uh, I'm assuming they get told no, isn't it? Yeah, because after the cane madness is brought to the court's attention, the judge's attention, I think you see Harry Block's character just put his hand on his head and yeah. shake it because there's no way they were going to win after that. Yeah, definitely. So um, they decide to sneak in. Well, the reason they decide to sneak in is they go back to their classroom. The lock's been broken. All their samples were stolen. The computer files have been deleted or removed. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the military, the... They're gun- JPEGs. <laughs> <laughs> JPEGs. This was 2001. Weren't JPEGs out of date at that point? I don't know. I don't know. Because like, when I do Photoshop stuff, I still save as JPEG. Okay. You know more about computer stuff than I do. So. <laughs> it just sounds very 1990s it to does, me. So. It does. It's like a traditional computer, isn't it? It's like you hear the words modem and dial-up. I know <laughs> oh, modem. Do you remember dial-up? The screechy sound. Yeah. No. You could never have the computer and the phone at the same if time. If someone's wrong, you got kicked off the internet. <laughs> Yes, but they broke uh, the the military, the government broke in and stole all this stuff. Yeah, which they frank later on they practically admit to, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So we've got Ira Kane and Harry Block now attempting to sneak onto a secure army base, which they do with ridiculous ease. Do you think though, because with a little bit of confidence and the fact that Kane knows what to do, they get away with it a little bit easier? The way he acts and stuff. There were no there were no perimeter guards. There was no one, you know, going around the edge to check anything, which is again just perimeter. Yeah. And where do they get the costume, the outfits from? This is a small <laughs> town. They're not going to have army costumes, authentic army costumes, do they? Well, so Kane may have ideas because he worked. Because he said he was a general. No, he said he was like a lieutenant. A lieutenant, so. yeah. So he generally would have had it. However, I'm pretty sure they make you give that back if you're kicked out. You'd think. Yeah. I don't know. But then, no, oh, they made that semi-racial joke. Because oh, he talks. Yeah, yeah. Iris says, "I don't know what you're worried about." This is him talking to. Harry Block, and part impersonating an officer is five years in prison. Yes, yeah, for maybe and Harry Block goes, yeah, well, maybe for you, white boy. For me, they hang. Yeah, which yeah. is a little. Do you think I get away with that now? No, that line. No, you could not get away with that line now. It wouldn't work. Bloody millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Snowflake generation. <laughs> so, so after they uh, they break in, um, basically they're breaking in to get their stuff back, or more samples. Or more samples. They, once they get in, they never seem to look for their samples. Yeah, they, they realise the yeah, because re- they see someone go past with a containment unit containing what looks like an alien spider. Enjoy your lunch, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have enough trouble with real spiders. Alien ones, no. I'd be five miles in the opposite direction. Mm, I'm the same. Um, and I don't mind them. I just feel like when they run at you, 
Two new legs. Yeah. <laughs> if they had four legs, I don't mind if they're bigger. Four legs and like two eyes, I could handle. Multiplies into too many skittling legs. Yeah. Not a fan? No, not at all. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, so basically they, they go down the uh, ele- elevator shaft. Would you call it elevator? I'd call it a lift. Yeah, a lift. Yeah, whatever. They go down. But it's, it's not down. It doesn't go downwards. Does it? it goes like an angle. So it's more of an escalator in its like, own way. Like a tra- travelator. Travelator with a lift. Is that a travelator? What's that from? It's from Gladiator, isn't it? I have no idea. I'm just thinking the like the the, the escalators and the shopping centres go down at an yeah. angle. So that's what I'm thinking of. Yours. Uh, we're probably thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> There's going to be some fun comments. Yeah, they go in a list, a list, and they go in a lift. That we'll just leave it at that. An orange one. <laughs> we don't get into colour. I'd say more red, but we won't go yeah. there. So they go in that, and um... <laughs> they realise the ecosystem around the meteorite has changed rapidly. It's yeah. more like a rainforest in there now. Because when they first got the wormy, the first wormy. It was there were mushrooms around the area. Yeah, and it tells them it tells the uh, students not to eat them. Yeah, they're in community college. You would they think would they'd know. They would, you would think they'd know not to eat random growing mushrooms. Yeah, but th- these two, there's two, the two guys that got the C. They're up the top though, really. That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, but I reckon they would have tried to eat the mushrooms. They probably would have thought, "Oh, look, yellow, it might be custard." Yeah, C- custard mushrooms. Well, they got a C minus, didn't they? So. <laughs> That does sound, like, sound, good, that good sound like a good sweet, though. Custard mushrooms. I don't know. I'd be a bit worried about how it was made. <laughs> Any genetic tinkering in this? You've got a mushroom that looks like it's made of custard. I'm a little worried. Uh, but yeah, they've gone down there and they've tried to snag their own sample. Yes. And they meet the um, the walking octopus creature with the giant gat, the giant ass. Yeah, and uh, they compare that to um, Professor Reed, uh, who we finally meet. Uh, yes. What's her name again? Uh, Julian Moore. So, uh, yeah, they meet Miss Moore. Um and then, yeah, they, as you said, they compare. Um, yeah. Was it she's got a big trunk? Yes. No, he didn't say she's got a big trunk. He said that's the kind of trunk you want in a, in a later right. model. Because uh, <laughs> they don't believe. Um, Harry Block says that she's flaunt, not flaunting, but she's basically pushing it towards Ira. Yeah. Like she's attracted to him. And, and Ira goes, unaware at this point that everyone in the control booth is listening to what they're saying. Yeah. They, they, oh, God. You go on. <laughs> so uh, basically, he just says that um, she needs a good hump to uh, to de-stress. She's a humorless ice queen and in desperate need of a good humping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite surprised. Did you have to write that quote down? No. No. I mean, that's a good memory. <laughs> well, it's, if I enjoy something, I generally keep a bit of it in my mind. Yeah, that's very That enough. way, when I'm randomly sitting there, you know, I'll start giggling at something that's yep. not there. So, and then we, uh, they come down and... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing, but there's a very funny bit coming up yeah. that if you've listened to the intro, I think Robbie's going to put it on the intro, this particular line. Oh, every, both of us were uh, gasping for breath at that point. It's very funny. As everyone has come down, including the good Dr. Reed, they were all arguing, unaware that a very large mosquito-like alien has, uh, for some unknown reason, cut a hole in Harry's suit with his, what is basically his nose. Yeah. Those suits are supposed to be really hard to bit breach because mm-hmm. there's containments, and he's just gone, sweep and cut it. Yes, uh, he's crawled in the suit, and he's, he's, everyone, while everyone else is arguing, he's going, there's something in my suit. There's something in my suit. I returns around and goes, what? And he goes, there's something in my suit. And this little alien suddenly dancing in front of his eye. <laughs> so they quickly turn up Harry's oxygen yeah. to kill the creature off. And they think, okay, it's gone. And suddenly, Mr. Black's eyes bulge outwards quite dramatically and goes, there's so- it's inside me! <laughs> Next thing you know, he's being pulled off. On, he's on a gurney, 
and he's being dragged, not dragged, but he's being moved down the corridor. He's now in his t-shirt and his boxers. And under the skin, you can see this little alien wandering around. It's good CGI as well. I enjoyed that. That, that was quite creepy, really, to see something moving under your skin like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, very good CGI for the time, along with the rainforest we saw, before, saw earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> and <laughs> it's, as, it's, as the creature's moving down his leg towards his feet, uh, they're suggesting that I might have to c- amputate him. Yeah, cut amputate the leg. His leg. Which, frankly, if it's under his skin, cut the skin, pull it out. That's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a little excessive to go and chop man's leg off straight away. He's not doing any damage. But when it starts to move upwards towards the... Um, the testicles. Yeah, I was going to go with reproductive yeah. genitalia. <laughs> okay. He goes, take the leg, take <laughs> the leg. <laughs> and it, as it moves round, it goes, we might be able to catch in his colon. And they took Harry's eyes, terrified at this <laughs> point. What? Turn him over. And they, all you see is the trousers, the boxes come down. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to go in? Rectally. No! <laughs> Doctor, what about lubricant? There's no time for lubricant. And the line is... There's always, always time, time for lubricant! lubricant. <laughs> it's so... It's so... <laughs> very funny. So, uh, yeah. So they finally get the um, the thing out. But it's just a bit when he goes, deeper. They go, you're deep enough! <laughs> Almost there. You're there! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... At this point, he's being held, not, well, he's held down, isn't he? Yeah, like he's held Reed. Yeah. And he's going, you're so brave, you're so brave. And when they check it out, he's going, he was like this big. I can't remember, it was like it that was, big. It was, it was tiny, tiny, yeah. And uh, it didn't... it's more the fact having metal prongs shoved up <laughs> your rear. It's just the line of, what do you want? Do you want anything? Can you get me some ice creams? What flavour? It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's for my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> one of my favourite scenes of the whole film. <laughs> So uh, yeah, go on. yeah, later um, after this has happened, they've been kicked out again. They haven't yeah. got any samples or anything. They've been sent away, but thankfully, due to Doctor Reed's interference, they weren't arrested for it. Yeah, which is good because, like, like Iris said, five years in prison for impersonating officer. Uh huh. <coughs> is this? Um, I believe at this point we're they're at the hotel again, aren't they? No, no. So after that, um, this is the part where uh, Barry dies. When he goes on the golf course. Oh, yeah. That's what I said back at the hotel. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So, so it's uh, golf course, isn't it? You're yeah, right. So at the golf course. Um, the complete... Uh, I'll just use an American termination term, term for him. Douchebag. Yes. Um, he sort of gets his own karma, doesn't he? Yeah. He kind of... Because um, he's a guest. Not a guest. He, he, you know, he's got a membership to that place. He puts his power over the top of Sean William Scott. Yeah. Who <laughs> later on is very funny. Uh, yeah, he sets. He sees a woman he likes, and apparently they've made some sort of rend- rendezvous to be mm-hmm. on the golf course. He's put a blanket down, which is pretty weak, really. There must yeah. be rooms in that. In the you'd think. Yeah, he he spills some champagne on his leg, which frankly didn't look wet at all afterwards. Yeah, because he said it was going to stain. It was white wine, a white champagne, so it wouldn't have done that much damage, really. Well, no. I don't think. And he went down to the lake with with Hanky. <laughs> Old yeah. lady, weren't there? Yeah, still Hanky. He, he, he seemed to put it in the lake, but when he pulled it out... It was dry again, which didn't make no sense. No. But the part he was rubbing on his leg was not part that had been hit by the champagne. <laughs> yeah. So he's taking a, a wet, dry hanky, rubbing it on a, pl- a part of his leg, which is always dry. Yeah. So that made no sense. And then basically, if anyone's seen um, Lake Placid, uh, <laughs> it was basically just the same thing. This reptile amphibious dog creature yeah just jumps out of the water and um pulls him in basically yeah which is i, I didn't i couldn't remember him actually dying before i'd watched this i yeah. just thought he might have gotten away or something but no actually he did die and unfortunately the woman he had arranged the rendezvous with saw it all 
Yeah, and, and she uh, went screaming back into the uh, <laughs> the bar. It's just that bit where she goes, Barry, Barry's dead. And then Sean William Scott's really smiling. Sad <laughs> oh no, I'm so sad. And he's got this grin on his face, looking around, trying to make sure no one's judging him for having this grin. Frankly, given the, given the way the guy acted towards him, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. So uh, after that, Sean William Scott takes the alien to um, Ira. Ira and Kane. No, Ira is Kane. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. Ira, Ira and Block. Block, that's all right. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Everyone knows this creature killed and practically ate a man, right? Mm-hmm. The police never took the creep, never took it, which you would think they would do. If yeah. a creature has been eating someone, they would take the body away because apparently they chased it around, didn't they? And it died on the sand trap. Yeah, of a lack of oxygen or something. That explains why it was uh, the, the other one was able to survive in the water. Yeah, must have been. Because maybe it's the amount of oxygen in the atmosphere that did it rather than the fact it was oxygen itself. Yeah. But yeah, um, he's walking around town with a creature that everyone, everyone at the club knows killed and ate someone. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that not seem right in any way, does it? No, not not really. And then, so basically, they see it. Uh, they don't actually tell you what they do with it. I expected them to do an experiment on it of some sort. It's just laying on the table, and we don't see it again. No, actually, you're right. It completely vanishes. <laughs> Which is a little weird. It's bearing in mind they needed specimens. That would have been a perfect one, and it's dead. Well, that's perfect to take. That, that creature would be ta- perfect to take on the news and everything because no damage, no way it can hurt anyone. Exactly, it's dead already. Yeah. <clears throat> so after that, uh, they find out that there was another attack. Um, we, we don't, we don't hear, we don't see that they know about it straight away. We see the attack happen. Yeah, and then they they do it over the police radio, isn't it? I'm sorry, but the woman, this group of mid, what you say, middle aged? Yeah, I'd say so. Middle aged women having a, a sit down, have a coffee, have a tea, biscuit, whatever they're doing. And one woman gets up for some reason. We don't know why she got up. Because she, you, you never found out why she was walking yeah, around. Yeah, no, no idea. And she sees the flatworms dead on the floor near the cupboard. And she tells the woman whose house is, you've got a serious bug problem, an yeah. infestation. She comes over and the door, the cupboard, bangs. Like something really big and heavy behind it. Yeah. They open it up and there's this green blob. Uh, to be honest, I'd just say it looked like a Pokemon. <laughs> like a Pokemon Imagine, combined with Ghostbusters or something. If you take Slimer... Bulbasaur and Ditto. That's basically, That's what, basically what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Without the yeah, without the bulb. Yeah. And this woman, for some reason, thinks it's a dog. Yeah, I don't understand how how you could think it's a dog when you know full well that's not a dog. Yeah, no hair. It, and the back legs were being dragged along, and it had no nose. Yeah. I've I've never seen that species of dog. I've researched it, and I've found no species <laughs> of dog that have no nose. So basically, the woman gets bit, and then uh, the the thing dies. Yeah, it was. Um, How, why, did it, why did it not die in the cupboard? See, what I'm thinking is, maybe because it bit the human and it had an interaction, that maybe what caused it to die. Because you haven't actually, they're not um, evolved well enough yet. Maybe that's what killed the one on the sand trap, because he ate the guy. Yeah, it could be. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense about why it died, but yeah, that means it was already oxygen tolerant. Yeah, or, or partly. It had to at least been able to tolerate oxygen at some level. Maybe not for long enough, though. Yeah, that's true enough. Yeah, and as we as we know, they're in the they find out for over a police scanner. Yep, because they're in a in a restaurant or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, with Iris X turning up, but that's yep. not really. A... It's not important. Not no. not at all, really. You got to feel sorry. Silver serious. What's her name? Uh, Sarah Sarah Silverman. Silverman. Yeah, she was she well is a star in a way, and she got like what five lines in the movie, and it's not an important part in the movie. Yeah, saying that she's she she seems like a bit person character. Like even in um, a school of rock, like she's the I'm just called Patty or something. She doesn't have many lines. She's just the girlfriend. 
She's not in it much. Unfortunately not. <laughs> yeah, but she um like you said, she's a bit person character. Yeah. A bit character person. Yeah, and uh she plays her part and they find out there's been an animal attack. They go down to investigate it. And once again we get the same stupid cop from the first time. Yeah. Who's intim- not intimidated, but basically bamboozled into letting these people through. One of whom is the is uh, Sean William Scott's character, who has no credentials whatsoever, no yeah, real reason yeah. to be there. Yeah, the only reason he's there is because he's with them, and he yeah. tells them there's a, a the, whatever the number is, something fifty two or something like that. I didn't record. No, that. I didn't write it down. Um, basically, he just knows it. Weirdly enough, he knows that's an animal attack, but I'm assuming he'd know that because he's a uh, he's training to be a part of the fire department. So yeah, he knows the radio calls? Yeah, they, well, it does seem likely they would know that, so they know what kind yeah. of fire they're going towards. And then after that, we find out that um, as they're going further down to... Uh, where'd they go? They go further down on the rocks. Yeah, outside, um, as Sean William Scott's character is walking around doing his uh, reconnoitering, mm-hmm. he goes down, he sees something, and he comes to let Ira Kane know quickly. You've got to come outside. You've got to see this. They go outside, and what do they see, Rob? Uh, it's just... A dead dinosaur. Well, they look to me. They look like just dead dinosaurs. I would, I've got them down as like dinosaur dragon crossbreed because yeah. they're like reptilian, but they've a lot of them. Some of them almost look like they're trying to stand in a way because mm-hmm. their legs are formed that way. Yeah, but most of them are just laying there like they've got the wing struts, but there's no there's no wing membranes between yeah, them. They're yeah. just dead. And yeah, they're all trying. To, that's when uh, Harry Block realizes that their meteorite cavern. Is at the direct centre of a massive cave network that goes all the way around. Yeah. So they can spread up really quickly. Uh-huh. And if they've already reached this far, that means they've spread a lot further than they actually realise. Yeah, definitely. The good thing is though, the fact that they're um they're not compatible properly with Earth yet, they're dying at the same time. Yeah. So then even though they're a risk, they're not a big, big risk. Not a massive risk, no. But unfortunately one of them starts moving yeah. and in Sean William Scott's words, pops up a big loogie. <laughs> His bulge comes out the throat and he just spits it onto the floor and then falls over dead. Yeah. Uh, but the loogie starts moving. Yeah. Starts twisting. And it basically evolves into another one of those, whatever it was. But it's oxygen tolerant. Yeah. Which uh, reminds me, have you seen Tremors 2? I have not even seen Tremors 1. Okay, well, I have to try and do them on a pod or something. There's loads, but we'll just do them important ones, so one or two. Um, but in the second one, the alien wormy things, wherever they are, after they eat food... That's what makes them they like they regurgitate the food, but it becomes another alien kind of thing. Okay. So it reminded me of um like that sort of style. So I, and I think that was just before evolution. So I don't know if they got the idea from that or. Well, in nature, this kind of yeah, it just does occur. yeah, but um, but in the way they have done it, it's very similar because just hucking up the lugias, uh, Sean William Scott says, but very cleverly done. Again, them graphics for two thousand and one. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, after, after you know they, the model, the creatures you see are obviously CGI at the beginning. Yeah. But later on, when they're looking down, they're actually models. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but at this point, the newborn, <laughs> the newborn yeah, alien yeah. dinosaur creature, flies off, and Sean William sort of goes, "It's flying away. Is that a problem?" And Ari Kane goes, "Well, only if you're a human." <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it, it goes to I don't know why, but it goes to like a, a shopping mall. Right. There must on its flight path. There must have been people walking the street. That's people coming out of shops on, on buses and stuff. A lot easier prey for an animal to get food at. An animal will go for the nearest source of prey unless there's an environmental issue or a predator nearby. And it, for some reason, it flies straight into a mall's window. We don't see why. There's nothing to attract it. It just flies straight into a window. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Um, and instead of 
attacking uh, the people that are basically <laughs> there. It attacks a woman that's shoplifting. So basically, this creature had to go through a shop, through a smaller corridor, if my experience of uh, changing rooms and anything, yep. and find this one little, th- uh, one little bit with a woman stealing clothes, uh-huh. who seems to magically have the power to change her shirt. But that, so I noticed it was our continuity. Did we say continuity yeah. area uh, error even? Um, yeah, she so she puts the pink top on, and then someone bangs on the door, and the pink top's hanging up again. And then in the next part of the scene, the pink top's back on, and then when she gets whacked. And then pulled through, the pink top's still hanging up. <laughs> so unless that's a different pink shirt, which I doubt. There's a lot of what shirts, a lot of pink shirts. To yeah. Them. Um. So yeah, and then it basically that the big alieny, dragony lizard, <laughs> yeah. dinosaur thing, um, whatever it's called. <laughs> so that's pretty much a good description. Of it. Yeah. Seen it, no, that's what it is. <laughs> it just starts flying. Uh, no, with her basically, it grips her and it's flying around with her. Why would it fly off? It could just eat her there. See, I don't get it. I, it's I don't understand what he's trying to do. Is it trying to take her back to like a, a like maybe the cavern or a nest or something? Well, he hasn't got any offspring yet. No, he hasn't. So no matter where he eats it, it will eat it. Her, sorry, eat her, not yeah. it. But then if it eats her, will it die or will it regenerate, I guess? Is it re-evolve? I don't know. We've seen these creatures don't seem to use native flora or fauna, which yeah. is plants or animals, to change the evolution. So her, him, the creature eating her wouldn't cause it to become a humanoid. It, I think it's just using the the, the, the mass as fuel to fuel further its own evolution. Possibly, yeah. Rather than like taking genetic samples. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's played like StarCraft will know of the Zerg. Right. And they, I don't know if you've ever played that. I haven't. No. They're a, a pa- not, what do you call them, parasites? They're a race who like, um, if they find a useful DNA strand in something, yeah, they'll eat the creature and say this norm- the normal creature had two eyes and this other creature had three. It will yeah. literally rapidly develop another set of eyes. Oh, wow. So I'd, I could unlike, unlike that idea. That sounds pretty cool. But yeah, it's, it's grab this woman for some reason, unknown reason. It's flying around with her instead of just eating her. It's got enough teeth to do that. It does. I think I'd like needle teeth. And then we get the um, <clears throat> the Sean William Scott. It's <laughs> making silly random noises. Like anyone who's ever tried to call a parakeet or a parrot to them will make the usual yeah, kind of noises. Yeah. So that was me making clicking noises then. And sometimes the bird will come. Most likely they'll just look at you and ignore you. Yeah, normally. And then we got a um, a beautiful rendition of uh, Sean William Scott singing You Are So Beautiful to Me. Is that the name of the song? I believe so. There's also him swinging his hips around for some reason. No need for it. <laughs> but I think at that point I had to pop downstairs for a moment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, he starts singing. And it was just after that, I think. Cause, um, <laughs> so I remember. Yeah, yeah. Because he says to um, I'll shoot him. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'll take this one. And then the bird turns around and it starts working. Yeah, Keep going, keep singing. Yeah, rub some funk on it. That's what he, <laughs> That's what he said, yeah. That's when he swings his hips. So it's probably because he said that, which is why he starts swinging his hips. I don't know, is that funky? I, I expected like a back... When the first time I watched it, I expected like a karaoke song to sort of come on. <laughs> like, so it, it proper kicked in. Yeah, you've got... Um, that is true, but the people in the mall... Just watching. You've got a giant dragon, dinosaur, lizard, reptile wandering, flying around. Literally, you can see it's taken yeah. someone and flying... And you, on the escalator going up, there's still a couple of old elderly people just standing there waiting for <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know you may have trouble moving, my dear, but there's a giant alien up coming up behind you. It might be wise to try to run, or at least hobble quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just move. <laughs> You've got, like, normal shops open. Yeah. You've got people still behind the till thinking, if there's an alien around, I'm not standing behind a till waiting to serve someone who wants to buy a sausage roll or something. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So uh, <clears throat> after that, they uh, they kill the alien. 
buggy looking dinosaur lizard thing. As it swoops down, they uh, Ira Kane grabs the girl, the young woman. Uh, no, not Ira Kane. It's Harry Block. Block Harry, grabs Block the woman. Grabs that's right. Yeah. And it, when they hit the floor, it's quite a thump. It is a nice thump. And she's not at all injured. No. And she, as the as the dinosaur lizard creature goes back up, Harry, uh, Harry oh, not Harry, Ira Kane Ira shoots Kane. him in the chest yeah. a few times, and it seems to fall fall to the ground dead. Uh huh. And all three of them at this point are holding the shotguns and walk up to it. Yeah, and yeah. then they, uh, as it starts to make a noise again, they all do the uh, triple shot from the shotgun. Yep. And then we get uh, play that funky music, white boy. Yes, as they're uh, moving the cab, as they're in the car, aren't they? Yeah, travelling. Once again, the only reason Sean William Scott's with them is because he's with them. Because <laughs> he's with them, yeah. There's no other reason other than that. In the, mo- in the whole movie, there's no real need for his character. They could have had any random character find the dinosaur. The, the, the yeah, they really could have. <laughs> So after that, they uh, <clears throat> they go back to the government f- field. Would you say government field of where the uh, the meteor hit? The field off. Yeah, that's right. They go back there and they just the storm in. That point, that's right. Yeah. And uh, basically, they're trying to find a way to um, just see what's going on. There's basically, the, would you say it's the mayor? He's the governor. Is he Dan the governor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the governor's there, and um, he just wants to know what's going on, how it can be fixed, and what to do next. The army blames Harry Block and Ira, uh, yeah, and Ira K- uh, Kane for it. When there's, they did nothing wrong. Generally, they, they didn't do anything. No, there is. Well, okay, they did break in and break containment, but they never re- removed anything. Yeah, and they didn't release anything out no. for it to happen. These creatures were the flatworms were out long before. They first came to the cavern in the first place. Not the first time they came to the cavern. When they came to the cavern to collect samples, the second time with the group. Yeah. Those worms had been there for at least a good few hours, so they could have easily spread out. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, <clears throat> we get the uh, the monkey attack. The big blue, evil-looking, noseless monkey. Yeah. Which, as we said, given a few hours, would have been a humanoid species. Could have been, yeah. A sentient race, which, frankly, would have been an incredible boom for humanity. Having another race on the planet that frankly grew for on the planet i think if they had control of this fully then i don't think it would have got us out of hand if they knew what they were doing they were dealing with properly that general whatever his face was he just he's a dick <laughs> yeah a complete dick <laughs> yeah i used to, i used to i tend to use the word ass hat yeah well that'll do um <laughs> not safe at that so we find out basically that um they're gonna nuke after that, they want anything to do with napalm. napalm. Um, lots and lots of napalm. They suggested they did think about a nuke, and then Dad Aykroyd's character was like, "You're not dropping the H bomb on my state." Basically, yeah. Which is probably a good idea. Imagine if they dropped a nuke. Yeah, I know it would have been even. Well, imagine that would have gone to straight to giant and separation immediately. Yeah. The amount of energy, as yeah. we find out in a little while, heat makes this thing rapidly grow. It does. Um, it's hitting the atmos- when the asteroid hit the atmosphere and became meteorite as it landed. That's how it. That's yeah. And then we find out that the uh basically the woman's reed is wearing a t shirt and Kane reads quick. Yeah. And Kane um he reads the back of her t shirt. It's got a periodic table on it. Because at one point we well, we are carbon based and if you go down and across you find uh, arsenic, our poison. Yeah. Well they are nitrogen based. So if you go down and across you find selenium, which yeah. is a pack, which he which is a random guess that about that being it's poisonous. Clever, though. Yeah, it's clever, but in the other direction, you've got other stuff that could be yeah. as well. So, um, so they find they need to find um, a five like five hundred gallons uh, gallons of uh, selenium. Yeah, and uh, that's where the um, the two dudes that are stupid as hell 
Yeah, they're kind of, I know it's not fair, but they're kind of mighty of Tweedledum and Tweedledee. I was about to say that, yeah. They even look like them. That They would be good in a live A live version, yeah. <laughs> or if they're still the same size. Yeah. Um, and they find out that Head and Shoulders um, has a lot of selenium in it. That's the main... Um, main selenium main... sulfite, the main ingredient, yeah. So at that point, I was like, is how much do you think Head and Shoulders paid? Oh, product placement. Yeah, talk about big product <laughs> yeah. placement. This is the kind of stuff you want to buy if you want to stop an alien invasion. But yeah, that was, I would imagine that would be a large, because it could be any anti-dandruff shampoo. Yeah, definitely. Because there are so many that have like, not copied the formula, but, you know, taken it and altered it enough to make yeah, it there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So so many of them must have that same ingredient. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be head and shoulders. So head and shoulders must have paid a fair bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I'm thinking 10, well, maybe a few hundred, maybe a few 10,000 or. Or more. A fair bit more maybe yeah. since movie, yeah. So we find out that um, <clears throat> shampoo will do the job, uh, which is funny because I don't actually test. I thought I would have tested it on the little thing that they had made. Once again, you never hear about what that creature no. is, where that creature's gone. It's not yeah. a creature, it's like a tumour. Yes. And they do, <laughs> they've created this accidentally in the lab. They've, uh, a, a, a match has been flicked at it and it's lit, and mm-hmm. that's what's caused it to rapidly grow. And that's when they find out that heat makes it work. Yeah. Heat, heat makes it grow. And... <laughs> They never remove it. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, so basically, it, it needs to get hot again. It needs heat to regrow. And this is Arizona. In the summer, that classroom's it, exactly. got a freaking oven. So if they didn't get rid of it, in theory, they still have a bit of species laying yeah. around. That's what I was thinking before you made the connection between the lizard creature on the golf course and the, the thing. Yeah. Those pipes must lead to the ocean at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, the ocean's everywhere. So once it's escaped, you could, you'd have the, these creatures popping up in Australia or anywhere. Yeah. Which um, I don't think they really thought about, no. to be honest. Um, they could have done another movie where some of it has actually escaped and they could have linked it in. Yeah, that would have been good. So uh, basically, they fill a fire engine up with uh, head and shoulders shampoo. As, as to where they get the fire engine, we do not know. No. Because no one there has any real link to the fire firefighters. John William Scott wants to be one. But he's not one. No, he yeah. failed. He flunked out of his exam about it. So they fill it up and then basically the um, napalm goes off. Yes, and unfortunately it's caused a rapid evolutionary response. All the creatures have been merged into one, as I said earlier. And it looks a lot like the single-celled organism that Ira first discovers. So basically it reset it. Yeah. The thing is, imagine if that kept... I know, say humanity's gone, but it's grown and spread again. Would that mean that it'd become like a giant monkey race again? Possibly. Imagine that. Like That would be giant. Like, literally giants. Once that was human, humanoid again, you know, sentient... We would be bacteria. They'd be walking across and we'd see, they'd be little ants. Yeah. Crazy. That's probably how the idea of, um, what's it called? James, uh, Jack and the, what's it called? The dude that runs up the, uh, Joel, Jack and the Beanstalk. I was trying to think, <laughs> I kept thinking James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, I was thinking, there's no real giants in there. The bugs are big, but. Yeah, Jack and the Beanstalk. I had a proper memory loss then. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, they basically, they stick the uh, hose up the uh, alien <laughs> hole. Yes, as the alien is preparing to split and divide into two, two, two separate aliens and mitosis, they find that in the, mid, in the center mass underneath, there's a, um, a gaping hole yes. which expels a lot of air, which is nasty. They take the, um, the hose and they shove it straight up there. They and do. you can see this thing is in pain, but it's twitching, it's dying. Dying, yeah. And the hole contracts, grabbing Harry Block and pulling him up. <laughs> it's just that line. You sphincter, give me my friend back. <laughs> like you giant alien sphincter. It's like, oh, gross. Because that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I mean, that creature shouldn't have one. There's no need to expel air. Oh, you never. Uh, yeah, true. 
It's a, it's a gigantic single-celled organism. Yeah. So there's no real need for a giant alien hole. But they had to make it funny. Yeah. So after that, um, basically, they do the uh, the last-minute escape as it explodes. Yeah, it's like the typical hero... Co- well, it's been done like in um, Star Wars as well, when the Millennium Falcon escapes from the second Death Star's explosion. Yeah. Fire, boom, suddenly it's out. Yeah. Oh, it's... But they, yeah, they, the heroes have to escape. I mean, in a movie like this, you couldn't have actually someone dying. No, they couldn't. Unless it's someone we don't like, like the guy at the golf club. Barry. Yeah. Is that him, Barry? Yeah. Uh, Barry, yeah. Go on. So uh, basically after that, <clears throat> they get um, they all get awarded. So Sean William Scott, um, his character Wayne, becomes a, a fully-fledged firefighter. I would still go back and train him as well, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy, all he did was shove... All, he did, literally, all he's done in the entire movie is almost get destroyed by the killed by the meteorite lugging an alien around and driving a fire truck that's all he's actually done yeah oh and he, and he controlled the ladder lifting okay yeah but that's <laughs> if he was tr- being that's trained important. That, yeah if he was being trained to do he wanted to be a firefighter so he probably know how to do that anyway yeah so uh he gets that um kane gets a recommend uh did he get his doctorate or something like that kane no uh thinking of harry block how block gets his doctorate isn't it i don't think he does i think he just gets like he gets, yeah, he gets awarded with something, and then Kane and Reed disappear because she's given him a little. Uh, no, he's, he's given her him. a little bit of the Kane madness. Yeah, but it's typical politician, isn't it? Dan Aykroyd's character has to be seen there with the best and brightest. Yeah, definitely. But what he says, he goes, um, and the selenium sulfide shampoo formula developed right here, but it wasn't. All they did was stick pre-made stuff in a fire yeah, engine. Yeah. So there was no creation of a new formula to kill these aliens. Not it was literally just shampoo. Yeah. yeah. And then right at the end, it says um, head and shoulders. And oh, they, they do give a, a yeah. They do a firm, all three of them, Ira, Harry, and uh, Sean William Scott's character, do like a, a fake advert for yeah. uh, shampoo, the head and shoulders shampoo, which is quite funny. Yeah, so basically, we just watched a giant advert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. An hour and a half advert. Um, you know, which is, it wasn't too bad. All right, so out of 10, uh, what are you giving it? I'll let you go first this time, because uh, that's the first last time. Yeah, the last two times you've been first. Um, I'm sorry, I'll let you go first next time as well. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll, I'd say a six. That's my lowest so far. I'd give it a six out of ten. 6.5. Yeah. It's not bad, but it could have been better. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think it was just it's a good thing to put on. If, if I know it sounds stupid, but Sunday dinner or something like that, you've got a couple of friends around, you're having a pizza, you want something yeah. on in the background. That's the sort of film to just stick on. Because yeah. you don't need to pay attention to see what's happening. No, there's no... It, it, it does follow a story, but it's not a story you really have to follow to understand what's happening. Because you can understand, for example... First five minutes, you've pretty much got the story down. Yeah, and then after that, it's always you can always hear about the evolution of it going on. Yeah. And there's always an alien evolving into something else. But did you know this was actually turned into a cartoon for a while? Oh, was it? Yep, and they had the same characters. Obviously, uh-huh. not, not the same people playing it. Yeah. But Sean William Scott's character... Um, was actually infected what they, by the aliens. They called them the genus. Right. And every time a new genus is around, he literally mutates into a different, like, sometimes they have a beak like a wasp yeah. kind of thing. You know, like on their jappy jaws or their clothed hands. He will physically mutate. And they've, oh, got, wow. they've got a dog-like mutate who is, doesn't change. Oh, blimey. Yeah. So did that come a... Uh, was it just a kind? Did it turn into a comic or...? As far as I know, it was only on, uh, car- it was only on c- with cartoons for a while. Yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll... See if we can see any of that, and we'll like make... look around some yeah, yeah. Time. I mean, that'd be cool to talk about on um <clears throat> on the actual page. So uh, speaking of uh, plugging, uh, we do have a Twitter 
and uh, we do have a Facebook page, um, which will all be in the description on uh, the podcast. So if you're not listening, if you're listening to us on um, TuneIn, SoundCloud, YouTube, or iTunes, definitely rate, review, subscribe, leave us a thumbs up if there's any way you can do that. Um, please give us a five stars. Uh, it's all muchly appreciated. It helps us climb up the YouTube ranks. We will have more podcasts coming out on a weekly basis. Normally, it comes out on a Thursday or a Friday, uh, around about eight or nine o'clock. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so this has been Agit Untitled. I'm Rob, and I've been Chris, and I'll see you later. Bye.